This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Right Spot with Dunedin UNESCO's City of Literature. Now this morning we're going to be looking at Strong Words 3, the best of the Landfall Essay Competition. Joining us on the line now to talk more about that, New Zealand poet, academic and editor Lindley Edmides. Lindley, Morena, lovely to have you with us. Thank you for having me. Lily, um, perhaps we can start with uh, talking about your work with Landfall. How far back does your association go? Um, Only a couple of years. I've been um, the editor, I think, since, what is it, 2021 or late 2020. I took over from Emma Neal. Um, So I've been editing, I've just had my fourth issue published and I'm working on the fifth at the moment. Um, which means that I also judge the Landfall Essay Competition. Um, and I've done that once, and I'm about to do it again for the second time. And Landfall, of course, New Zealand's foremost and longest-running arts and literary journal. Uh, it must have been quite something for you to take up that position. Yeah, it's pretty daunting, to be honest. Um, it's a great a great privilege. I definitely feel, feel the weight of this kind of... Um, on my shoulders, if you like, but but also the the privilege of it, um, you know, reaching right back to Charles Brash, of course, in our in our very city, um, and it's just amazing, you know. I've just been I've just finished reading this my first read through the pile of the last submissions, and there are over two hundred submissions, and I kept getting annoyed because I was like, no, not another good one. Like <laughs> I'm not going to find room for all this stuff. It's honestly just so much incredible writing happening in New Zealand and abroad and, and anyone can submit that does have a connection to New Zealand whether they've lived here or um, are writing about New Zealand particularly but mostly it's New Zealand writers and the, the quality of writing that's coming out of this country is actually phenomenal at the moment. Well if you want to call that a problem it's a good problem to have then isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sure is yeah I kind of I need you know twice the amount of pages to, to really do it justice. Let's talk about the Landfall Essay Competition. Give us um, some background to this and what the parameters are for this competition. Sure. So um, it actually began with Chris Price, who was the editor, I think it was back in the 90s. Um, And to mark 50 years, um, or the 50th issue, no, sorry, 50 years of Landfall, um, she started the Landfall Essay Competition. And it's just, it started off quite small, um, as a kind of way for people to comment on the state of, um, I guess, culture in New Zealand. And it, that's, that's remained at, to this point. Um, it's still a place for people to make kind of comment on, on Aotearoa culture as it stands today. Um, but I think what's happened in the last kind of five years is that the essay itself as a form has kind of um, come into the zeitgeist in a um, a greater way. Um, it's happened in the States, I think, probably in the last decade, and it's slowly starting to trickle down into New Zealand um, to the point where we're seeing so many essays being written. Lots of writers who would normally write fiction or poetry, even journalism, are turning their hand to, to the essay form, I think. Um, and we just, the competition just closed on Monday, the essay, the Landfall Essay Competition, and we had 50 more submissions than we had last year, which is almost double. So it's really like kind of having a moment, I think, in mm. writing. And what would you put that down to? 
I just think it's entering the popular imagination. I think publishers are, are taking notice of essay writing. I think probably online writing has had a big effect. So people are finding finding a form. Um, and it's also, I think, I've written about this in the introduction to Strong Words, it's a, it's a kind of antidote to the quick-fire social media you know, rants that we see all the time, you know, Facebook, Twitter, etc. Um, this long form is like, actually, I don't, I don't want to just throw something out into the ether. I want to sit and think about it for a while. And so writers and readers have this thirst for kind of um, a prolonged meditation on ideas, I think. And there's, there's a personal aspect to it as well. There's a, you know, the kind of the self as subject in, in that essay. Um, how, do, how do I live in the world? How do I live in this world, for example? What is this world? I don't want to get too deep into it, but I mean, presumably within within essays as a form, there are different types of essay as well, and you would have had to, um, again, because of the, the popularity of it, the, this at the moment and the number of submissions that you're getting, you would have had to make some pretty difficult decisions about which indeed were the best that you wanted to include in this collection. Yeah, and that's really tricky. Hey, it's, um, you know... <laughs> Like comparing apples and oranges, I think, um, and and the, it's really quite crude actually to say this is the winner of the competition, and that's really why strong words has happened, and that happened under Emma Neal, where she felt she was reading these submissions for the essay competition and just thinking there is so much good work here, why can't we publish more than just the winner? So that's where it's really um, born from, and. In the end, last year, I chose um, Tina Makareti's essay as the winner, um, and it's a very, it's a very deeply moving essay about a personal experience with cancer. Um, but it's also about so much more than that. And I felt, in the end, um, I personally prefer an essay that's a lot more experimental, and I think that's probably to do with my training as a poet and my interest in experimental poetics. Um, Tina's essay wasn't like that at all. It was very linear and very straightforward and it told this beautiful story. Um, and in the end, I thought it's the subject matter that actually gets me with this one. It's not the form. And it's beautifully written, but it's not experimental in any way. Um, and I just felt like this is, you know, we have to talk about this. It's an important, really important topic. So there's lots of different ways that essays are being written. The runner-up to last year's essay competition was Maggie Sturgis. And her piece was almost like a long poem. It was really fragmented, didn't really make sense. It was completely the opposite to Tina's piece. Um, so it is a really crude thing to do, to say, this is the winner. And I don't really like doing it at all. Um, but you know, then we can hopefully find, find space in other publications to publish the best of that competition. This is probably a very difficult position for you to take imagining yourself in the reader's shoes having been so closely involved with the decision making around it but when you put a collection like this out what you know who is this for who will find it interesting and why um that's a good question i mean the subject matter is so varied i think um i think writers writers that are looking to the essay um will find great interest in it. I think um, people that like compendiums or anthologies of you know, best American essays, for example, best Australian essays, 
um, which are quite literary, but I think beyond that, there's a kind of general readership. I mean, this is talking, this Strong Words talks about so many issues that are alive today in New Zealand. So there's things like, um, well, cancer comes up quite a few times. Um, there's things to do with living on stolen land, um, issues to do with gender, um, security, social media. You know, it's all these things that we need to think about and are thinking about and the, that writers are kind of turning their attention to. So I do think it has a, a broad appeal, actually, to general readership. It's not difficult writing either. It's not, it's not esoteric. It's not specialised. It's it's almost like long form journalism, if you want to put it like that. So I think I think anyone actually, anyone who's interested in Aotearoa today, um, literary literary ideas of Aotearoa, will definitely find something in there. And this collection, Strong Words Three, that's out there now and available for purchase. Yes, yep, it's in bookshops uh, as of last week. Fantastic, and you can find it online too. Just turning to your work with Landfall outside of the competition, what's exciting you most about it at the moment? Oh, um, I guess the the range of voices. Um, uh, there's a lot of really well-known writers that often submit, um, and I feel terrible, actually, that I end up turning some of them away. We almost want to send them personal letters and say, it's not you, it's it's landfall, <laughs> you know, like breaking up with someone. Um, but there's just not there's just not enough space to to kind of exhibit the the strength of voices across the across the, the range, I guess. And I really want to showcase new writers alongside our established writers. I think putting them together as a kind of constellation is a is a really that's definitely something that that has become important to me as I'm, as I'm doing my reading. So initially I go through this big pile and I say these are the yeses, these are the easy ones and then there's this huge pile of maybes and there's a smaller pile of noes and it's the maybes that are the tricky ones that I go okay, how, what voices are represented here um, how many times has this, been, this person been published in landfall before that actually comes into account am I going to put this person aside and make space for someone else now um but generally, the, the work that's exciting me is new, fresh voices, constantly new perspectives on things. It, it does sound as though your work as editor of Landfall um, might be all-consuming, and it must be an interesting position to be in as a, a writer endeavouring to continue your own work at this time. Is that How is that for you? Are you able to be productive in your own work um, no, <laughs> it's a short answer, but that's not because of landfall, that's because I have a part-time job teaching writing, and I also have a three-year-old son, <laughs> so I can't blame landfall. <clears throat> In fact, landfall's quite manageable because it comes twice a year, there's about a month or so of really intense reading and curating and editing, and then it's kind of over and we get to do the fun stuff of like, publication. Um, but generally, I, it's a little bit overwhelming in that you know, I'm reading so much all the time. Um, and then I start to think, what, you know, where does my voice fit in here? Does it fit in anywhere? Does it, is it even needed if there's so much good work out there? Um, but it just becomes like a, a kind of awareness of this creativity, you know, this kind of amazement that, wow, all these people have these great ideas and 
and maybe I can add to that sometime, you know, <laughs> just when I get around to it, I guess. Mm, I would suspect that'd be a dangerous question to ask yourself: Is my work really needed in <laughs> in an area uh, like this um, because of yeah. there being so many voices? But um, yeah, ultimately, um, one imagines you would write for your for your own needs, for your own expression. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I mean, we're, all these writers are speaking about different issues and. Um, we, everyone has a different perspective on things, so um, no one no one perspective is quite the same. Um, so the things that I'm interested in writing about myself, I don't necessarily read much about. Um, I mean, obviously, as the mother of a young son, that's kind of the thing that I'm interested in at the moment in terms of my own writing. Um, and actually, one an issue ago, we had an editor, a copy editor, who was working on the on the issue. The landfill issue, and she wrote to me and said, "I've just read through your selection. I just have to say, there's a few too many stories about early motherhood." <laughs> I went, ah, okay, <laughs> right. And actually, you know, I realised that 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 was what was kind of ringing my bell. So I had to dial that back a little bit and make make some room for some other voices. Um, but that's not, you know, not everyone is writing about early motherhood, which is good because there's probably not, you know, too much of that is good is not a good thing. Nice, I imagine, to see some discussion about your work, though. Too, um, there was the re- reference and the mentions in, in Paula Green's blog, which uh, we've already talked about on this this show before. That's uh, nice to see. Yeah, that is nice to see. Yeah, I mean it's. It's kind of, you know, the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, this has given me a real kind of insight into that, you know, the, and it's also largely the, the work that goes on at the press. You know, I've have, I'm in a really lucky position where I just get this box of submissions and everything's been sorted out for me. You know, all the emails have been sent, all the, the Excel spreadsheets been entered into, and then I just pick what I want, I hand it back, and someone else deals with it. They deal with all the correspondence. Um, the payment, everything like that. My partner is a editor of another journal, and it's you know very kind of um, early early stages, um, very small production, and he literally does everything. You know, he does the the subscription, the payment, the the page layout, everything. Um, so I feel quite lucky in that all I have to do is read and engage with the work. Um, I don't enter into co- correspondence with any of the writers. Um, so, yeah, it is quite nice to kind of get a <clears throat> a bit of a kind of pat on the back, like, oh, that work that you're doing is is cool. And and for Paula Green to say, you know, she she normally dips in and out of the regionals, but with this one, she was wanting to read it as a curated piece, and that really does come into mind. You know, how you put these things together. It's not just random, like I don't know, alphabetical order with the author's last name. It's very much shaping a piece, and a bit like you would walk into an exhibition that's been carefully curated um, for you to receive it in a certain way. That's all all part of it. So it was nice to have that kind of um, mention, definitely. I've been talking about the reference uh, to Poetry Shelf, Paula Green's online <clears throat> blog about the scene. Now, um, Lindley, I, I'm completely putting you on the spot here, and if you're not prepared for it, that's fine. But I wonder if you have any of your own words that you might be prepared to share with us today before we say farewell. Um, oh, geez. 
uh, my own poetry. Yes. Um, hmm. Not with me, but I could read a little bit from the, um, the essay that I wrote for the start of um, Strong Words. Let's do that. Okay. Let me just find a reading. I'm talking with Lindley Edmedes, and we've been talking about Strong Words, the best of landfall essay competition for 2021 and 2022. That's out now. Okay, so... Um yeah, it's basically an introduction to the essays, but it's also a kind of manifesto, if you like. So while the essays in the selection for strong words are engaged with or interested in the personal, what enlivens them is that they're not limited to that characteristic. The essays that demanded a second, third and fourth reading were those that felt to me to shirk the primacy of the individual somewhat. These essays tend to use the self as a starting point rather than the subject. They look instead to the self in the world, so to speak. And in doing so, they exhibit not only the observations of a mind, but the process of the mind doing the observation. They are personal in their reflection, but they also display the process of doing, of the mind engaging with ideas and trying to work through things. The hero of the essay, writes William Gass, is its author in the act of thinking things out, feeling and finding a way. It is the mind in the marvels and the miseries of its making in the work of the imagination, in the search for form. Lindley Edmedes joining us here for Right Spots, brought to us by Dunedin UNESCO City of Literature every fortnight on ORFM's Awesome Morning Show. Lindley, thanks so much for taking some time to join us. You're welcome. Thanks, Jeff. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On the Air.